Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Shanti, and today I am joined by my husband, Scott Photobombs, and he literally has no idea what we're going to talk about today. I just get roped into these things. I just say when, where, what. So I have no idea what we're going to talk about today. And I'm actually very happy he has no idea what we're going to talk about today because that will make it so much more authentic because I don't like when you or me or when people plan authentic conversations. I love a surprise. I love surprises. However, sometimes your surprises like this surprise, this the type these types of surprises scare me. <laughs> well, it shouldn't because what we're going to talk about today is how we have survived 9 years of marriage and 11 years of being together. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. And the reason why I kind of think this is funny is because this is kind of like what it's been like for the last nine years <laughs> or 11 years for you. You have no idea. <laughs> that is very true. I have no idea what the hell is going on or what will be going on. So before we get further into this podcast, um, grab your spouse and, and listen to this as well. Or... If you're single, maybe you can find some things that you will be able to utilize in your next relationship. That's if you want to be in one. Get ready to trust and believe. Somebody say hey, yeah. no, no, no. What's up? It's better than Oprah. Come on, y'all. This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. Spill the beans. Go on, tell them. Tell them how much of a nightmare I am. Where should I start? I mean, because if you could deal with me... (laughs) <laughs> for 11 years in shaw you deserve to win the lottery every year because i'm a you. lot oh but i win the lottery every year because i'm with you i'm a lot i'm a lot of things you know, speaking of the lottery it's like at 600 million dollars we should play it might be the drawing might be tonight okay i was just gonna ask you what you would do with 600 million dollars oh my god i would freak out i would love it sorry i just can you imagine me like i'm a money guy i love money i love we I, there's this great story that sean tells about me that we were doing an event in Chicago. This was right at the beginning of a relationship. <laughs> Sean used to sell, we used to sell merch at the events. And it was Empower Chicago, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and uh, I went with him on this trip, and I was the one carrying all the merchandise that we shoved into this bag and everything plastic or whatever. And so while he was doing his things, I would set up a table and sell the merchandise. And people paid cash back then because, you know, it was early. Long, it was 2011. Cash. cash. I'm coming in cash. And so I just remember at the end of the day, uh, we were going somewhere and I just had all this money in my hand. And I was just like, oh, my God, babe, this is the best thing ever. And it made me as like, you know. 500 700 bucks or maybe a thousand dollars something like that but it was like heaven heaven for me and i while i was very excited to have that cash i think it was more i get more excited i was more excited as to why people were purchasing it because they had a good time but yeah i looked at you like you were crazy Mm -hmm. i was like what i'm like i'm the one that grew up in the hood like these used to be the amount of food stamps i had to get to get something to eat but anyway, so I'm going to ask you a series of questions. So my first question to you is, did you ever think you would be in a relationship for 11 years? So my parents have been together for 624 years. So I think for me, um, I always thought that since that was what was the standard that was set, that I would be married and together with someone for the rest of my life. And I think that that's what impacted me in my previous relationships because I know that I was always like counting the months. I'm like, I am nowhere near getting to where I want to be in what I'm thinking is seemingly this the relationship I'm supposed to be in. And this is work and this is not working out. And Did the, you put on deodorant? No. I, di- I did, yes. I put on deodorant today. Are you nervous? I'm always nervous when I'm talking <laughs> on the phone. Sorry, 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 Hold sorry, on. sorry, go. There's no armpits This yet. is our relationship. And I, I put on the other... And I had breath mints, too, because... Okay, sorry, go, 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 go. Okay, so... Uh, I, so, for me, it was always like, uh, um, well, if I'm supposed to be with someone for 50 years, this this really is work, and this is not succeeding, and then I met you, and, you know, when you said... To me, that we've been together for nine and 11 years, I was like, wow, has it been that long? Because it doesn't... It Married feels, nine, together 11. It feels like we've only been together for a couple years. The fact that I don't know the number of years is a great thing because in the past, I'd always count. Like, it'd always be like, we made six months, we made it to a year, made it a year and a half. And it's like, that's not necessarily a good or bad sign. But for me, it was I was counting to see, okay, where are we at? But you know, there's this thing in the in the gay world. I remember being like in my early 20s, and they were like, "If you're in a relationship for 30 days in a gay relationship, that's like a really long time." And I used to be like, "Oh my god!" The gosh, joke like, that I heard was that one year it's like dog years. So if you're together with a gay for one year, it's actually seven years. So, <laughs> but I think that um, I agree that it definitely doesn't feel that long. And the reason why I asked you that question is because while we do have marital issues, I don't I don't know if I would call it marital issues or just things that annoy issues, us or whatever. Yeah, arguments. Yeah. I think that um I kind of sometimes feel really guilty when people are like, you know, how's your relationship? And I'm like, it's amazing. And they're like, some people will ask, you know, have you ever been through a time where you guys didn't think you were going to be together? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, like, I'll, I'll say this. Anytime we ever get into a fight, I think 
you know, because of my baggage. That, but that's uh, just because you're dramatic. <laughs> me, me, pot, kettle. Anyway. You think that the relationship that is it's over. Like, you know, because for me, the cruising at 32,000 feet with no issues is like my happy place. And, you know, when we go on the roller coaster, that's your happy place. So it's about trying to find the happy medium between the two of us. What I want to ask is, maybe it was just a term, but why do you feel guilty? I think one of the reasons subconsciously why I feel guilty is because, you know, my mother just had like a horrible relationship life. Oh. Like it was just terrible. So it's just odd for me to have like peace, which is probably why I stirred a pot a lot. Um, it's very true. But I think that so like that part is odd for me to have some sort of peace because it's just unfamiliar territory. It's familiar now. Go. Isn't it fascinating, though? Like we both use examples from our past of how it really impacted us. Right. For me, um, you know, my picture is my parents getting into a fight and my mom uh, them screaming and my mom leaving in the car and I didn't know if she was ever coming back. That's my baggage. And she did come back. And, you know, my parents, like I said, have been together for over 50 years. And you, your story of, you know, you felt guilty because your mom was in such uh, tough relationships. In disarray. Yeah, yeah. I think it was very interesting how you use the analogy that I like roller coasters and you like cruising at 32,000 feet. Because a lot of times when I tell people we're completely different, I don't think they see it because we get along really well and we kind of have our own way of like finding what's great yeah, about yeah. both of us. Like we are like complete opposites. It was just funny right before we started recording this, I looked at myself and I'm like, I have been wearing the same clothes outside of my fitness workouts that I was filming for three. This is the third day in a row that I have this same exact outfit on. I woke up, I put on this outfit. No, this is day four. I would have never done that if it wasn't for you. I was just going to say, there, that's epic in two ways. One, I will change my shirt. Maybe. I will change my underwear and I'll change my socks. However, these shorts, they're on like a two-week rotation. I wore the black ones in France the entire time. Even though I brought the blue ones I, <laughs> I, the entire time. And I changed my shirt maybe once every two days or so. And it's purely not because of stink or smell or whatever. It's just, I feel like, you know what? I didn't dirty it enough. It didn't get dirty enough for me to wash. And to me, I don't want to waste water because I hug trees for a living. And so I'm thinking that, you know, I want to, I want to save the planet. So epic. That was epic for me. Epic for you because you are always in a new outfit, whether it's three times in one day or like, you know, first he'll go work out and then he'll put on a new outfit or he's doing something else or he's playing tennis or whatever. I'm blown away at the fact that you have been in the same outfit for more than five hours. And I'm going to get a massage after this. And I'm not changing because I get to take a shower at the spa before I get my massage. I'm going literally exactly as But are I you am. bringing fresh clothes to wear after that? Or are you just going to wear the same clothes? No, I'm going to put this back on. I'm and, only coming back home. And why are you, why have you not changed? This week, I got into the habit of not changing just out of convenience because, mm -hmm. you know, I took these clothes off at Autumn's house. They were on the, you know, folded up nicely on the dresser. So when I got up and I took a shower, I'm like, well, I might as well put these back on. And then when I finished filming, I was like, well, I might as well put them back on. I'm not hanging out with anybody. And I did get a massage, but I took a shower and I had you know, my shorts. I had like a, my robe on or something. So I just, and I don't stink. So can I share a secret that's just going to share, stay between us, us people? 
one of the things that annoys is a strong word. Let's say confuses me. No, you can use the word annoyed because I don't not, care. It's not annoying. It confuses me. I'm from Jersey, motherfucker. I can take it. <laughs> is when my husband puts on a shirt and does sits and does a podcast or whatever and then throws it in the laundry. And I'm like, it's not dirty. Like, it's not. But that's not true. That's not true. Because when I record podcasts, if you ever watch podcasts that I'm on here and I lift my arm up, I profusely sweat. You do? Yeah. Not what? because I'm nervous. That's me. Not because here I'm nervous. Here comes. Yeah. Not because I'm nervous, but because I have, I always have a light on in front of me. It's super hot. And I turn off the air so the air doesn't turn on and off and mess up the sound. So in that 45 minutes, I'm. I'm sweating under my arms. That's why a lot of times I, you know, sometimes people say something. I want to be like, but I don't because I know my underarms are sweating. Secret. Never let them see you sweat. Is that what their their tagline is? I'm not sweating because I'm nervous. I'm sweating because I do the shade of it all. There's no shade there. I'm shocked. And I'm actually, I feel more in love with you that you actually. You should feel bad for judging me. There was no judgment. I just didn't have (laughs) all the information. I love it because here I thought that it was a clean, like you never sweat. Like you sweat when you're on the tennis court or you sweat when you're working out or whatever. But like you are so calm, cool and collected. It's like you never sweat. I sweat eating. I sweat breathing. I sweat clipping my toenails. I was recording a podcast in LA. I was recording a podcast with Mike Bayer and it was freezing in the room, but I was still sweating under my arms, and I felt it dripping down my side. Oh, and I'm that's like, the worst. I'm like, Lord, please don't show up. I actually think that when you feel the drip sliding down your arm, your chest, or your, your back into your butt, it makes it worse because it's like, okay, you now notice that it's sweating, and you think everyone on the planet knows it's happening. Well, I do because I think a lot. And it's like floodgates, boom. Like, okay, that's just, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. But- That actually opens up another conversation that I wanted to have. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. So we're building a house right now. And in this home, we have a really, what I think to be probably cool laundry room. (laughs) Now, before I met Scott, I had someone that did my laundry. This is like, because I was always in and out. I was filming. I was teaching plenty of class. I was traveling a lot. And her name was Maria. And she was amazing. Oh, my God. I would love to see her again. But anyway, Maria would come over. She would, like, do my clothes. She would, you know, wash my clothes, do the, clean my house, do the closet. It was incredible. She was amazing. Now, mind you, I didn't have kids and I didn't have a man. And so, you know, I meet Scott. And like, he's like, I want to like, I know Mackenzie, one of our, yeah, yeah. one of our nannies does do the laundry. Both of them actually. Yeah. But they do the laundry. So I'm not saying they're really great and wonderful, but you're such a laundry bully. And so I would, I would much prefer 
putting dumping my podcast clothes when I finish a podcast <laughs> in the in the basket in the laundry basket or in whatever and put it in a bag and every two days or every four days because I have so many clothes have the service that comes here for the transformation center that gets the towels you know teach them how to wash my clothes I put it at the door they come pick it up they wash my clothes they bring it back amazing and or we used to have a house manager where um you know she would come she would cook and she would do our clothes or whatever you know I'm not trying to like flex but we can afford that so why do you feel like you need to be in there doing the laundry. Like I just don't understand it. Because in my opinion, we can't afford that. That is a job that is so easy that there doesn't need to be someone to be paid to do it. Now, again, this is a very good example of the difference between the two of us. And we, I tell another great, or we tell another great story about how we were, I don't know, it must have been a summer day in New York City. It's like 95 and like 100% humidity or whatever. We had, I don't know, I had three bags with me, two big large ones in a backpack or something. And you probably had three bags or whatever. And we got dropped off somewhere and, and we're like, oh, we're like eight blocks short or 10 blocks short of where we need to go. And Sean's like, we need to get a cab. I was like... Get the fuck out of here. We're going to walk. Like, we're not going to spend $2.50 or $5 to hop in a cab. Like, that is so stupid. By the time we got to, like, the seventh block, I'm drenched in sweat. I'm miserable. He's cranky, which makes me cranky. And I'm just like, oh, wow, this was a really valuable lesson of wanting to spend $5 so that I, I don't have to deal with the stress or whatever. Or even what's worse to me is when he gets mad because of something that I've done that, you know, we could have just, you know, spend a little money and not and whatever. So for me, the stress and anxiety of someone, we paying someone to do our laundry is. No, so I don't mind it. So it's not that I don't mind that you do the laundry and we don't have to have that. This is because I know there are people who listen and be like, oh my God, like yeah. you're being yeah. controlling. No, yeah. the fuck I'm not. The thing is we can afford it. I can, yeah. we can afford to put it in a bag and someone come pick it up. It's actually not that expensive. Number one. And number two, it leaves more time for us to hang out. Like, I think that's why I get annoyed because I'm just like, why? And, and then we could I, be going out to dinner. We could have like a family. We can all be at the pool. But no, he want to dip off and go. But the thing is for me is like the, and the laundry takes two seconds to put it. I'll say, let's do one minute. It takes one minute to put the laundry in. It, it takes 30 seconds to take the laundry from the washer to the dryer and then another 30 seconds to pull it out and put it in um, in a basket for the nannies to hang or whatever. I literally, So that's two minutes. Two minutes. I literally, literally remember you saying this same exact thing one day oh. and I was like, I'm going to time it. And it does not because let me tell you about you. You get in there, you start futzing around. <laughs> He <laughs> like put it in, that, do that, put it out, and then oh, I gotta do this, and then do this, and I'm sitting on the couch waiting for a movie or a show, and I'm like, I don't even want to watch it no more. He does say because it's like 15 yeah. minutes later. I it's know I'm gonna fall asleep. Minutes. It does not take two minutes. But anyway, that's the but the flip side of that is I definitely appreciate the fact that my laundry is done. You know another, but stress? I also wait. But let me say, yeah, let yeah, me yeah. say this: like I can do some laundry, 
trust and believe I can do it. I just wouldn't do it as often. I would do it every four days because I would just be like, have you seen what you can consume in four days? Right. Which is exactly why I would have. How about we do this? Let me just let me send my clothes out. (laughs) No, you don't have to wash them anymore. I know. And in our new house, because I'm a great. I didn't design this, but we have we actually have a laundry uh, in our a wash and dry in our closet. That is rich. So here's what we're going to do, and I'll give you guys an update. Don't use my closet. Don't use don't don't use my clothes, my washer dryer in, in our closet. <laughs> that's that's going to be for me. Nice. I'm going to take off my clothes. Let me have my let me have my laundry space. You go out there, you know, with the you know with all the people. Oh, all the people. I'm going to have my own little laundry basket. I'm going to do my clothes every four days. And you're going to be like, oh. So here's my stress Actually, for that. I ain't doing two that. St- I was just going to say two stresses. One, uh, if we have someone else do it, they're going to shrink a pair of jeans and you're going to be pissed. Like they're going to, something's going to happen where they're going to wash something and it'll be shrunk. And then you will come to me and be like, oh, I can't believe they were. And I was like. That wouldn't happen because I would have a dry cleaning pile. Okay. Jeans I've rarely ever wash, and I would have a laundered pile. Oh, really I know the other thing for okay, the laundry go. thing is. So what's going to happen is he's going to say, "Bayballs, where's that shirt that has this on it?" Whatever, and I'll be like, "Wait, if I washed it?" No. What I'm saying is, if you take care of your laundry, you are going to say, "Bayballs, where's that shirt that I need that it's got the rainbows and the popsicle stick on it? And it's got the cut sleeves." And I'll be like, "Well, you haven't washed it because it's in the dirty clothes." And then you'll be like, oh, hell, like, I need that shirt. And like, why didn't you watch that shirt? Not, and so- I would not say, <laughs> I would never say, why didn't you watch that shirt? I would be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You would say it in joking. And then, then you would, you would, you would say, why didn't you watch that shirt? And I'd be like, Bay Wells. And he's like, I'm just kidding. But my, my, you know how it is. Cause my voice would go into that pitch. That I would do that. I would say, why, why didn't, didn't you, you watch, watch that shirt? shirt? And then you would be like, because you put it there. And I would like specifically blame you yes you would but i wouldn't be doing it like for real i would be doing it just to like get a rise out of him though i know and i'm a very nice person but i am definitely annoying so can we comment about can we segue here or i just say so um i don't know if you know this we have two kids one of them is named sander and one of them is named silas and <laughs> sander i swear to god is all of what this one is because he pokes and he prods at things just to get a reaction. He is so Wait, much like... can I tell you what he did? All right, so I'm in L.A. So when I miss the kids, I'll, you know, I'll just... Um, I'll go on their Nanit, which is oh. their monitor, especially early in the morning. Great like, monitor. If you guys are having... Anyone has kids or need to monitor, the Nanit yeah, monitor is the best. The Nanit is great. I was watching them on their monitor. And so, you know, they're playing around. They're, like, doing all this stuff. And Sanders laying on his back, and Silas is just like playing, and then all of a sudden Sander kicks Silas in the shoulder, and Silas falls back, right? And then, and then Sander was like, I mean, Silas was like, oh brother, you know why'd you do that? And he got up and hit him back, and Sander was like, oh, you hit me, <laughs> I'm gonna tell Papa, and I'm like, you literally just kicked him, and then they start playing again. And there was a time when Sander was like, we said, Sander, don't do that. 
And he'll do it. He he'll did do it, it right, literally right after we told him not to do it. And then he looks at us and smiles. I'm like, and he goes, he goes, fucker. is that funny? And I'm like, <laughs> he said, he's like, yeah, it's funny because that's what he does. Well, once I said, yes, it's funny, but I usually am like, no, that's not funny because we just told you not to do it. And then he'll still be like, but is it funny? And then I'll start laughing. But I used to do that to my grandmother. I, duh. Hello, it's I used it's to do that to my jeans. grandmother. She would like, she would, I would do something and she would be like, Shawnee. Do you see these gray hairs? That's she, because of him. Do you see these? I ain't yeah. had these 10 years, him. 11 years ago. And I would be like, you know, I'd be like, my mom, you see, she's like, you're not allowed to do that. And I would do it and do it and do it right. And she never gave me a spanking until I saw her coming to like give me a spanking. I was like, I'm sorry. I was just playing. And she's like, you know, and why do you do it? Like, I just think like people like you who are very like even like keeled. Me. No, this is a compliment. <laughs> Backhanded compliment. <laughs> I just think people like you that are very even keeled. It it's very attractive to me because even more of a no read. no no. This listen, is, I'm not I'm... done. <laughs> it's attractive to me because I, there's no way I could be like that. I'm even keeled when I'm by myself, right? So then I'm like, I wonder. Like, what it would be like if I annoyed him? Because he's so nice. Like, I'm just like, you know, I'm a wonder. And then so I'll do it, and then you'll get mad. And then I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I'm only playing. And you, like, return right back to that space. If you got really mad and was like, get the fuck out. Like, I don't want to talk to you for, like, two days. Like, if that ever happened, then I probably wouldn't do it. But that doesn't happen, so. Note to self. Maybe that's how I get it. But it can't. Like, for those of there are not a lot of people out there like me, probably. But for those of you who are like me, who are like, no, like, you know, I like to rile things up. I like to, you know, have stoke. a little energy, a little stoke the fire. You know what I'm saying? Scott is the calmest person in the house because it goes Silas, who is the craziest. Crazy. Then it goes me, and then it goes Sander, and then you, if you looked at, like... Ranking. Yeah, I'm yep. pretty close to Silas. I'm just not that wild just because I'm old. Er. Next question. So, you know, you're turning 50. I am. Do you feel like sex is important in a marriage? One. <sighs> And then two, on a scale of one to ten, how do you feel like your marriage is doing in the intimacy department? So the first question being, do I feel sex is important in a marriage? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because you hear all the time about people who haven't had sex in a while or the, the spark's not there or whatever. And it, it really bleeds into other parts of the relationship. So yes, I believe sex is very important. Um how do I think ours is? I think ours is as amazing as it was uh, on day one because... I think it's around a nine because the kids be getting Agreed. I mean, there's definitely some cock. Out of a a one to ten, for me, I I cut you off. No, I I think I'll say um, the amount, uh, you know, I'm always wanting more. The thing for me is like the excitement, the sexual libido, a lot has to do with um, obviously him because he is the one that is always pushing me outside my comfort zone, challenging me to be creative with things that like, you know, buying something online, like you getting like the Green Lantern outfit. You should join our Wine Nights After Dark. Um, but <laughs> like, uh, you know, doing buying toys and doing things that you're like, let's try this out. Let's do this. And I'm always like, Initially, I'm like, I would never have thought about that. And then we use it or do it. I'm like, oh, that was fun. Like, let's do that again. Or let's buy some spandex. Let's do something that that spices it up. So I think that that's so important that um, 
you know, as much as I love being at 32,000 feet, that's a part of our relationship where the roller coaster needs to happen because um, it is so important to feel the spark, to feel loved, to feel intimate, to feel the ability to, you know, share that kind of explicitness. If you- a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I hear so many people, like, they break up, and I was actually talking to someone the other day, and, you know, they, it went two years before they realized, like, oh, you know, I'm like, why do you think people don't talk about it when it first starts? getting less than um you know when it's less than good so why i why i feel people don't talk about it when it starts getting less than good is because of the fact that i don't think that there's enough in culture that allows people to address issues that make them feel uncomfortable or they feel vulnerable about like if if i am feeling that we are not having as much sex as we should that that statement could make someone feel bad. Like, I don't want anyone to feel bad, but I'm, I'm feeling bad. So I'll just like, Oh, maybe it's just me. Maybe I need to be, you know, different and think about stuff like that. Unless people are taught how to address the emotions going on inside their brain. I don't think that they know how to, or know what to do. You know, it's like, you know, we have relationship thrivation where we talk about people where we talk about how things, uh, like if we have something, a topic we need to discuss, we're like, Bayballs, I need to talk to my best friend right now. Bayballs, I need to talk to my husband. I need to talk to my colleague, my business colleague, because my boss is a pain in the ass or something like that. Or it's, you know, we also say it's something like, um, uh, we need to go in the locker room right now. And this is where we have established a space where it's a free space for people, for us to be able to talk about any and everything. And we're not going to get offended by, you know, the other person, what they're saying, because you need to have that sort of boundary, that understanding, that uh, establishment of what you can do, because and and I didn't know anything about that before I met you. And, you know, again, I don't mean it's in a bad way. My parents are amazing people, but we never really addressed confrontational things. Like it was, you know, if something happened, we just didn't talk about it. And I think a majority of people have things happen or in their families, they don't address it. And if they don't address it, it just grows and grows and grows and grows and manifests it into things where it's like, okay, well, we're going to get a breakup or do a breakup now. Well, I think that, that's one of the things that's interesting because you don't necessarily like confrontation. And I do. But not for reasons of like, I'm ready to fight. I think it's more, I think that's the issue. People are so afraid when it comes to sex or when it comes to money or doing laundry or, you know, whatever it is. So many people are afraid that their thoughts and feelings are going to be judged. And simultaneously, there are the spouses out there that are going to judge the person for expressing themselves. And then once that happens, the person who really wants to express themselves closes up. And the person who doesn't like 
the other person expressing themselves, live in that space of like, let me suppress, let me like bottle this up. And then by the time, you know, the shit hits the fan, that's why they break up because it's too late. It has to be the first time you try something, it has to be somewhat of a positive experience, positive experience for you to want to try it again. Right. Uh, for example, when I came out, the first three people I came out to, two of the people said, I will never be your friend again. And so I was like, well, fuck, I'm not coming out to anyone ever again. And so that's why at 34, when I came out to those people, I don't feel like I truly came out until I was 38 when I met you and I realized that I can be myself. And so so for the next four years, I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not coming out to anyone because, you know, I've lost two air quote friends. And so so if people are experiencing that, hey, can we talk about this? And their spouse or partner or friend or family member or whatever says, you know, has a bad reaction because of it. Then you're like, well, sh I'm never doing that again. At least that's my mindset sometimes. So it's about being able to 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 push forward, I guess. My last question is just about, you know, now that we do have kids mm -hmm. um, is. Like, how much do you think that they have so far affected or changed our personal dynamic? And do you think it's for the better or has it been that great? And there's some changes that need to be enhanced. Because I never asked you this, so you can be very honest. I'm asking him in public. In Let me be very honest. Um, I actually think that within the first four months of the of us having kids, it impacted our relationship. And it was at that four month mark where you were like, we're going on a date and you're putting on clothes and we got a sitter and whatever. And I was like, no, we can't like this, you know, the boys are not going to eat. It's just not going to happen. Like whatever. And, and back then we needed the boys to eat because they were so young and so tiny and whatever. And, uh, we went on a date to a sushi place and it was one of the best, most life changing moments in my life where I was like, Oh my God, this is what it's like to be a human uh, again. Uh, I think really fast. I just want to comment on that. It's so funny because you tell people that story a lot, All which is time. really great. I didn't have the same experience as you in the first four months. I think that, you know, our fights and our arguments and our kind of working through new parenthood mm -hmm. was, it, it was challenging, but see, this is where you're probably going to laugh at me, but I'm like, you know, a few arguments. I'm like, it is what the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? Like what the fuck? One is so. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you, like, to his point that he was talking about earlier, you know, one fight felt feels like it's over. Ten. And we had at least 12 in the four yeah. months, right? Yeah. Like, big ones. I mean, knockdown, dragouts, like, UFC, you want to put some money on this yeah. shit. It yeah. wasn't, we didn't hit each other. Right. But um, they were bad. But for me, I look at it just like a workout. Like, when I do Insanity, I'm like, this fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> this is very tough. But I always know that the other side of this is going to be, you know, something really great. Like, there's going to be growth out of it. Whereas you are like, this is the end of the world, you know? Uh, yeah, I think, so to finish answering, uh, at the four-month mark, when you said we're going on a date, and then we had that date, that's when I realized that we, you had said to us, said to me, we need to stop looking down and look at each other. Mm -hmm. And the most important part of our family first is us. And that's when he established, we established that it was us that was important. And then, because if we don't have this, then we can't do the other stuff. It's impacted our relationship, but I think because of the foundation that we established that it's us first, 
I feel such a strong connection to you that if uh, we can do anything together, uh, anything, and when I know that I have you, then I can handle anything with the boys. And so while they do impact us, I don't think that impacted our relationship as much. They know that he and I are a team. And I think that's the funniest thing. Because you notice they stop going to the other one to get something that the yeah. other one just told them no to. Yeah. Like Silas would do it and do it. Yeah. But they don't do it anymore unless one of us says you have to go ask you know, Papa, I go ask that, yeah. which I think is funny. You are an amazing person. So and are you. Because you are so different from me, you bring things to my life that I never would have done. And, you know, establishing us over them or having a date night or, you know, spicing up our sex life or doing something that, uh, you know, because I love the norm, easy breezy. But I think that, like, you know, I've seen comments and stuff and when we talk, and I think people get my assertiveness and relationship creativeness and my not being afraid of confrontation and my speaking my mind a lot of people look at it as like such a i've seen comments people think it's a bad thing i'm like what the fuck like people are so they want to be so quiet and like they you know the same way that i talk and i communicate to people i you know there have been times that we were arguing or something and you don't want to argue. And I'm like, no, say what you have to say. Because if you don't say it, you know, I'll never know. And I feel like there's so many people out there that just are so so afraid. Or maybe they grew up, like you say, you grew up where it's like, don't talk about it. It's just like, it's like, why? I feel, I, I just feel like a majority of the human race or maybe Americans, whatever. They just don't uh, confront. It is, it's just, I don't know what it is. I, th I think people, <clears throat> it's none of my business or it's not my business or, you know, that's your problem. Or if I have an issue with you, I'll just, um, I don't, I, I just don't think it's taught or if it's taught, it's not understood or taught well enough for people to, yeah. to realize that an effective communicator can make a whole world difference. Well, it's been a great 11 years. <laughs> don't fuck it up next year. Don't we got one fuck more it year. up. Uh, I appreciate you listening and. Trust and believe and stay tuned. We're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate. Aren't we traveling on our. We are going to Alex and Steve's wedding. On so our... if you're seeing this after October 12th, then you know we have already had our anniversary. But yep. thank you guys for listening and always trust and believe in who you are.